pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 118. Today I'm going to chat with David Smith, also known as Parkinson Shooter, discuss an odd law that allows real guns but bans fake guns, and talk about my trip to the Big Daddy Unlimited Epic Shoot. I am your host, Ava Flannell, and Dave, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Great. That's good to hear. Thanks um, for having me. Of course. I'm, I'm super excited to have you. You actually came uh, really I mean, quite a few people actually uh, asked that you'd be a guest on here. So um, I've wanted to have you on the show for about a year now. So I appreciate you making the time. Oh, yeah. I uh, I was telling you this, but I guess I'll tell the listeners. So it snowed in Colorado. And <laughs> I think I might have said on a recent show that it was like around Halloween that I, I shoveled snow for the first time in my life. And that's because in Colorado, they say, like, if you don't like the weather, wait 30 seconds, and it basically changes. So typically, if it snows, which, believe it or not, we don't get a ton of snow in Colorado Springs. But if it snows, you know, it's it usually melts by the end of the day. But Halloween, I figured, you know, there's trick-or-treaters running around, so I might as well shove the shovel the snow. And it was a disaster. So today, it hasn't gone away. It's conti- It's continued to snow. I woke up probably with about a foot of snow. I've gotten smart. Instead of going out and shoveling my snow, I'm just going to put caution tape around the sidewalk in my entire driveway. That way, nobody can step on my sidewalk. If they fall, they can't sue me, and then I don't have to shovel my snow. So, yeah, I'd like to think I'm a modern-day problem solver. Yeah, so that's how that's going. But before we get into things, uh, Manicore Arms... So if you guys are into short barrel rifles and you have the Scorpion Evo, I highly recommend the slider stock. Uh, it looks amazing. If you guys aren't into short barrel rifles, but you still want that stock, SB Tactical makes one that's identical, but it's a brace so that you don't have to SBR it. You can get that at SB Tactical. Um, Manicor and SB Tactical actually teamed up and worked on that together. But as far as the slider stock, it retails for $257.95. But if you use the code GUNFUNNY15, you will get 15% off, and that is at manicorearms.com. Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry. All right, Dave. So um, you have a really unique story. And before we get into that, can you just tell listeners what it is that you do within the firearms industry? Well, I'm a sponsored shooter from uh, for uh, F1 Firearms of te- uh, Spring, Texas. Okay. They make AR-15s and as well uh, uh, laser shots uh, simulators. Uh, they're a simulator company, great company out of Texas, as well as uh, shoot for STI. And uh, that's my primary sponsors. So very nice. And how long have you been shooting guns? All my life. I remember my first bicycle. Just don't remember my first gun. Wow. That early. That early in life. That's crazy. So. <laughs> that's crazy. So, so what makes your story unique is you have Parkinson's disease. And most people, they would think like Parkinson's disease and you shoot your pro shooter. Like that's insane, which is kind of what I was thinking. Like I did a bunch of research on you last night. I was watching some of your videos and man, you are super impressive. For one, you shoot better than me and I have really no excuse, <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was just uh, watching videos of you with my friend and we were both just like in awe. Thank you. So yeah. So uh, hats off to you. When did you have you like when did you find out that you had Parkinson's disease? Well, I've had it for nine years. I'm going on my ninth year. I was 38 uh, when diagnosed, and uh, so it started out with a twitch and uh, wound up uh, just my little my index finger was twitching, and I just thought, you know, maybe I pinched a nerve or something like that, and it wound mm-hmm. up uh, just a few months later that it progressed so rapidly that it was all the way uh, grown to a shake, like a full-on like convulsion type uh, for my arm. And was it just one arm at the time or did it? Yeah. At the the time it was just the one. And then, but within a year 
the first year, I was shaking in my feet. Uh, my jaw uh, was shaking. My uh, From fingertip to fingertip, all the way through my body, was uh, just nothing but shaking. And as well, you know, internally, I had, you know, breathing, kind of uh, like uh, irregular breathing and uh, choked on fluids when I would uh, drink water. I would choke for some reason because uh, I guess the coordination of, of uh, how you swallow just different things are just affected by it. So mm -hmm. it's it kind of a crazy first year. Wow. And so for those who don't know what Parkinson's disease is, and I personally don't know a ton about it as well. Um, I mean, you hear Parkinson's and you just, you, I know that, you know, people tend to shake, but it's, uh, I mean, there's, it, it kind of varies among people and yeah. can you just kind of go into details as to like what everything, what it affects? Yeah. So, uh, it's a lack of dopamine. Uh, it's, uh, and dopamine being the bridge between the pathways that smooths the uh, signals, you know, freely. The signals go, you know, from the brain to uh, wherever it needs to go uninterrupted. And if they are interrupted with uh, lack of dopamine, then they have to reroute or, you know, whatever. And, and that, that makes me, you know, shake and do whatever, you know, it's, it's just a, you know, one of those things, lack of dopamine in a, you know, is, is the, is the key thing. So, so I thought that dopamine was what made you happy. Am I? Oh yeah. Off? yeah it's, <laughs> well, it's got a multi-purpose, uh, you know, in the brain, it's got a multi-purpose thing, you know, it's, uh, you know, the same thing that makes you happy is also a bridge to different, uh, you know, pathways and, you know, it's, uh, it's just a chemical that is, naturally in there mm -hmm. uh so so not like i don't want to get too personal but like what were your initial thoughts when you found out that you had parkinson's disease yeah i, I was shocked uh it was a moment of what the hell is it mm -hmm. <laughs> you know and, and i'm i'm kind of a a guy that likes to uh you know destruct uh you know uh, not destruct but dissect every little thing mm -hmm. and uh, get into it, you know, heavily and just see what everything's, you know, I'm a kind of an engineer type guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, tinkering and figuring out things is what I, I would do. And uh, so that was the first thing I thought was like, okay, I kind of fix it. And mm -hmm. where do I go from here? And how's it going to affect me? And, and uh, you know, Within the first year, I was I was at times uh, in a bed uh, for for a time in, in a wheelchair. So it was a, it was a very shocking first year, and uh, so I didn't know that it was going to be that rapid. But uh, you know, that's nothing. Nothing in the books told me that 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 was what was going to happen. Yeah. So I was very not that I was ill informed, but I just. You know, nobody, everybody was surprised even so much that they thought it was a different disease. Yeah. So. Wow. I mean, it, yeah, it just goes to show you really never know what's going to happen in life. Is there any cure or anything to prevent this from, you know, from like even just having your symptoms? Well, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a degenerative disease that's going to eventually take the dopamine levels uh, and different parts of the brain, as it moves into different areas of the brain, I will have uh, different conditions that uh, come up. And uh, nothing really cures it from what everything that I've, I've read. You know, nothing is going to cure it. Uh, but they're, they're doing a lot of research and, you know, we're hopeful. But, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a realist. <laughs> and... Uh, but uh, you know, the same th at the same time, yeah. There's a reason I, I shoot professionally compared to what I would be doing if I was just a normal Parkinson's uh, patient. You know, I'm trying to push the envelope a little bit in a different direction. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, who knows? Yeah. So, when did you decide to start shooting? Because did you shoot professionally before you were diagnosed? 
No, uh, no, I was a weekend warrior type guy that just, uh, went out to the range every, every weekend. Okay. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I shot fairly well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, before Parkinson's, I was, I was a fairly good shot, I thought. And, uh, then after, uh, the first year of Parkinson's, it took everything, all my abilities, uh, away. So I couldn't, I couldn't ride. I couldn't eat. I could not, you know, do pretty much anything by myself. Uh, the, the one thing that I could do is pick up a gun and stop shaking. Wow. And so I used it as a stepping stone and, uh, built from that kind of my therapy. And, uh, you know, I was talking to people about, you know, my lawyers and doctors talking about home health care and uh, nursing home care, which I had plenty of life insurance for and I was ready for. Um, everything would have been taken care of if I would have just kind of went that route. Mm-hmm. But luckily, uh, I uh, had some friends that were concerned and they, you know, I just said, hey, if I'm going this route, I would like to have some fun. Uh, can, can I go to the shooting range? <laughs> can I get some help here, you know, mm-hmm. as far as going to the shooting range? So, uh, that's what I did, you know, I figured I'd go out with a bang and, you know, just have some fun. And if I figured out that, uh, the shooting was, was, uh, really such a good therapy for me, that it was the only time I stopped shaking. And, that's uh, crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to think that that is, you know, I mean, what do you think, like, why do you think that it has that effect on you? Well, my theory is, you know, that I'm naturally raising the dopamine levels in my brain. Mm-hmm. That dopamine release that uh, everyone that I've talked to, you know, everybody kind of feels good after a shoot. You know, mm-hmm. after you shoot guns, you feel better. Uh, that therapeutic feel, feel good moment. So for me, uh, that translated into not shaking. And uh, it's either, and it might be uh, two different things that is that's happening. So it might be that I'm raising the dopamines and also using a different part of my brain that's un, uh, undamaged, you know, that's not damaged mm-hmm. and rerouting those, rerouting the pathways uh, that way. So the jury's kind of out, but uh, we'll, we're hoping to, uh, you know, get a study done on this and in the future and possibly, you know, have gun therapy as, as a a real, you know, legitimate therapy that people uh, acknowledge, you know. Mm -hmm. Have you ever received any criticism for shooting guns with Parkinson's disease? (laughs) You know, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people have uh, asked me that. And, And as far as, as far as on, you know, social media, everybody says they have a hater or, or whatever. And, and the most I've had, uh, as far as, you know, kind of any kind of haters or, uh, people that have thrown kind of a, a worry to that is, you know, somebody made a comment one time on my Instagram that I still wouldn't really want to be in the same room with a Parkinson's person in a gun, but you know, I just let all that roll off my, you know, roll off yeah. my back. I don't really care. Uh, you can criticize if you want, you know, I'm, I'm at the worst part of my life as far as, uh, my condition, you know, but the happiest point in my life, you know, mentally. So mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. So they can say what they say and, and uh, good or bad. I don't care. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to take a quick break and talk about SB tactical. So I was at the Big Daddy Unlimited shoot, which I'll go into more detail uh, here uh, soon. But when I was there, I went to the SB Tactical booth and I saw the triangle folding brace that they just came out with. So it is exclusive to Palmetto State Armory, but SB Tactical designed it. And it was really cool. I posted a video of me just kind of fooling around with it. I have actually have two of them being sent to me now because I think now it's tough. I don't know which one I'm going to put on my Draco. I might just have to get another Draco, honestly, because I was planning on the 1913 uh, FS, but now I don't know. The folding brace is looking pretty good. But if you guys want to check out the other braces that they have, definitely go to sb-tactical.com, use the code GUNFUNNY15, and that gets you 15% off. So when did you get your sponsors? 
Well, so I was in Dallas on a in a wheelchair, you know, handicapped scooter, going around Dallas at the NRA event there. That was uh, what two years, uh, maybe two and a half years ago, and. Uh, so I went to F1's booth and a lot of other booths, and uh, I had owned a F1 firearm, and uh, I was really interested in the PCC and getting mm -hmm. into shooting the PCC because, you know, nine mil is so much cheaper, <laughs> you know. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, so here I am, I wheel up in this uh, handicap scooter, and uh, I could only stand for about 15 minutes, 10 minutes. And uh, I talked to the guys there and, I, you know, looked at their guns. And, you know, a month later, one of the guys there called me and and uh, wanted to see how I was doing and, and uh, you know, sponsor me in a match. And uh, so that was kind of the start of it. And I, I really didn't kind of go out looking for any kind of sponsorship or anything. I was just kind of just a typical guy that loved guns and just trying to get any edge I could on the, on the competition. And, mm -hmm. uh, uh, my competition was, you know, having Parkinson's. So, you know, that repetitive shooting, uh, that's kind of where it was headed. So mm -hmm. 50 round, 50 round nine mil, uh, mags, you know, and uh, cheap ammo was, was the way I, I thought was uh, the best way I could, uh, you know, achieve my goal. <laughs> and so. it's not because <laughs> that's my plan <laughs> yeah exactly i mean i love shooting 50 cows you know but uh, uh not a lot of people can afford to shoot those things you know i know so. i know now when i put together a gun or if i make another purchase i'm just like all right how much is ammo how often am i going to be able to shoot this because i don't have an ammo sponsor so i mean oh, yeah. i pay for it all but it's like some of this stuff you can't help but think like, okay, cool, a mag. I just spent how much and went through it within like a few seconds. So <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, try try having an itchy, uh, itchy, twitchy trigger finger. You know, That's, uh... <laughs> that wasn't me. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I shot a hundred, uh, hundred twenty thousand rounds last year. Gosh, and, that's uh, believe me, believe me, I know uh, the ammo the ammo part of it all is, uh, is huge. Just loading it is for me yeah. hard. I mean, even, yeah, I, I mean, I like, I'll even use a speed loader and it's still kind of a pain. Oh yeah. My friends love me. <laughs> right. <laughs> you want to go shoot? No, nah, that's okay, Dave. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You always get us to load your ammo. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> So have you done anything to your guns to help you shoot easier? You know, I was really lucky to get sponsored by, by F1. And, uh, you know, for me, you know, being that the, the, the gun comes so equipped already, mm -hmm. I, I've got personal preferences, of course. You know, but uh, for the most part, uh, they come pretty, pretty, uh, pretty slicked up anyway. So I have a hyperfire trigger. I usually have them set up to where it's a two and a half pound pull and, you know, but as far as anything to help me with, uh, like a, a assisted device, mm -hmm. you know, I try not to I try not to go the route of any kind of assisted anything. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I tend to set my guns up to, to the best thing I'm, I'm doing with them, whether it's, you know, if I'm in a competition where it's going to be a longer range three to 500 I use uh you know an optic versus a, a red dot and then if it's within you know like the world rifle match in Sweden was a little closer and so I was debating that kind of uh, uh strategy you mm -hmm. know speed versus accuracy you know how big the target is at what range and uh, how how quick I can get that second shot off and how efficiently so you know reacquiring each target so I'm just like anybody else, just trying to, you know, weigh the options. Yeah, definitely. So, and so what gear are you running with right now? Uh, right now, uh, I'm using a dissident uh, open gun for shotgun and uh, using like a, I hate shucking uh, shotgun shells and three gun, so uh, mm -hmm. I just can't do it. I, I hate changing, changing mags, much less quad loading. 
-hmm. So uh, dissident, open gun. I use a 20, 20 round mag for that. And uh, F1 firearms using a uh, just a two two three wild with uh, you know proof barrel research uh, barrel and uh, you know their their latest uh, chassis is a BDRX um, AR and uh, adjustable stock and I think I'm I've got a primary uh, primary arms optic one to eight mm-hmm. and uh, my backup's uh, like an Adaball and uh, so and I'm a big fan of Trigicon. So I have Trigicon Optic uh, Red Dot on the uh, uh, STI uh, DVCS, which is my also an open gun as far as my pistol. And uh, so I do long range, uh, long range with a Glock 10 mil, and uh, so I use a Barstow barrel in it and heavily customized to get that uh, shot off uh, on on long range. But because 10 uh, six, millimeter is no joke. Oh, no. I love that caliber, though. I love it. So, I don't know. I, I have one gun that's a 10 millimeter, and I don't shoot it that much because it just feels like it's it, – it definitely has a lot of recoil for me. Oh, yeah. So I started out shooting a 17L, uh, you know, a mm-hmm. 9 mil yeah. block, and uh, it's got the same dimensions as far as the length of it uh, as the 10 mil 40, you know, the Model 40. Mm-hmm. I had planned, and this was kind of the plan, was I'd shoot the 10 mil in training, and um, then I would shoot the 9 mil during, you know, right before competition, and uh, try to build up my, my strength on, on the 10 mil to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, minimize the The 9 millimeter feels like that. Yeah, yeah so it's kind of like the running with leg weights theory. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but I fell in love with that 10 mil, and, and it's... Uh, it's an awesome round, especially uh, I've got some videos out there where I'm going uh, going 500 yards with a pistol and uh, on a silhouette target. It's crazy. Dang. It's crazy, crazy caliber. But you, uh, You've actually made some pretty funny videos. <laughs> like I saw you. one where you shot a 50 at a like bunch a three, of th- Like a three-gun stage? Was that yeah. the one you saw? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... I'll tell you the history behind that video. I was, I was, so before dissident, uh, before I, I got with them and, and had them uh, build a, a really, uh, really hopped up, you know, shotgun. Mm-hmm. The previous year I had a, a, a gun that I bought from, from a friend. And I'll tell you the only time it ran the whole year in three gun was there was two stages that shooting USA filmed me on and mm-hmm. It was like it was, if it was in front of a camera, then it ran great. Huh. I mean, absolutely great, you know. So that that video came from the fact that I was so tired of shotgun, you know, shooting a shotgun that didn't work. I was mm-hmm. like, I'll make my own three gun. I'll do a 50 cal, a 308, and a 223, and uh, we'll run a stage, you know, with, uh, with that. And then I said, well, maybe, you know, have this uh two by four competition uh this two by four and three gun uh actually uses a pcc and four different guns in the stage you could utilize and uh I said, yeah so we'll throw in a pistol with that but no shotguns allowed <laughs> and uh so yeah it was, it was pretty crazy 30 35 pound 50 cal uh running a up close you know like 10 yard stage yeah and throw it down and and shoot some 308 at close range and go for the nine mil at 300 yards from a pistol. So wow. yeah, it's kind of the opposite, you know, like bizarro world, except yeah. uh, Parkinson style. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it's nice. It's, I mean, I, it's unfortunate that you have Parkinson's disease, but I do appreciate that you can, you know, still make the most out of things. And Oh yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's one of those things that if you just, if you look back and, and it, you know, kind of look at your life as far as things that, you know, that happened to you, I, I feel like it happens for a reason. Yeah. Maybe. And, uh, and you just, you got to make, uh, something out of it, you know, that's, don't let it go to waste, you know? And, uh, so, you know, with the Parkinson's, uh, diagnosis, I, I, I kind of did the, Oh, woe is me kind of thing for a while. Mm-hmm. But after a while, you know, you have to just, 
you know, get your, uh, get your boots out and get after it. And, mm-hmm. You know, don't let it own you. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, I it. think, I think, you know, like bad things happen to a lot of people and I think that you can either choose to sit there and play victim or you can pick yourself up and continue and like make the most out of it. And, uh, so I've always like admired, you know, people who, who've done that because it is, it's a lot easier to take the shorter route where it's just like, Oh, play victim and everybody feels sorry for you. Yeah. I, I tell you that the last two years have been the happiest points in my life, uh, uh-huh. without a doubt. And, uh, so now, and, uh, you know, just kind of telling you what, uh, what's up for, you know, as far as gun therapy and, uh, everything that's going on in my life. So I, uh, I've got a, a nonprofit that, uh, was, that we started and, uh, there was, uh, kind of initiated that in the last month. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that's going to hopefully, you know, be an outreach, uh, to get, uh, gun therapy studied and, uh, affect a lot of, a lot of other people because, it's not just Parkinson's, but whether you're just lazy or, you know, whatever your disease is, if you're sitting on the couch and you're, you need to get off the couch mm-hmm. uh, and get, get out and do something, you know, gun therapy is going to help. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of what I want to get out there to everybody. And, uh, you know, it helped me get from a wheelchair to where I'm at now. And uh, not, I'm saying I'm you know, having a, bunch of uh, first place uh, you know it's not all about first place you know mm-hmm. but uh i'm very happy and uh just you know getting getting out there and doing something uh just meant the world to me and uh i don't think i'd i don't think i'd probably be alive right now if it wasn't yeah. for that i would have just wasted away because you know in in two years i know where i went from uh mm-hmm. to where i wound up and uh so now it's just it's party on now. It's, uh, it's, it's time to rock it and uh, try to help everybody else. You know. What is, have you, do you have a name for the organization if listeners wanted to donate? Yes. The organization is uh, going to be, uh, it's, well, it's gun therapy, gun therapy.org. It is, there's a link on my Parkinson's shooter on Instagram page. And uh, you can go there and, uh, send me an email, register. We're going to be uh, updating this, trying to build out the website now. It's all real new. And uh, so, you know, that's kind of the start of it. And uh, we're going to hopefully get, uh, some, like I said, a, a study with the laser shot simulator, hopefully uh, this uh, in, for 2020, where other people will come in. Hopefully we'll get, you know, enough, enough, you know, people to, to study and uh, prove what the uh, what the shooting's done for me and, and see what the evaluations come back. And, uh, you know, like Parkinson's has uh, cycling and boxing for Parkinson's and everything. I want to have, you know, shooting for Parkinson's, you know, gun therapy. And that's, that's kind of my, my secret goal. So uh, hopefully you know, we'll start seeing that happen in, in 2020. Yeah, definitely. So really, really and, excited about that. Mm-hmm. I think that that's an awesome cause. And for listeners, if you uh, forget guntherapy.org, I just put it in the show notes. So you could always refer back to the show notes. Yeah, I think I, I love that that idea. And I think what you're doing is excellent. What are your, so I guess that would be your future plans. Do you have any other future plans? Well, uh, <laughs> You know, I'm just going to try to, I'm just going to try to stay on, on the path of, of shooting every, every chance I get, you know, it's a little bit more. So last year I was able to uh, go to the, uh, world rifle match in Sweden. And, uh, uh, that was uh, just such an amazing, I couldn't believe I got picked, uh, to go, uh, but you know, yeah, the, that's uh, gotta be huge. <laughs> I called him back and I said, uh, 
I know there's a lot of David Smiths, but uh, can, <laughs> can, can you check and make sure that that's the, the David Smith that's going to Sweden? And uh, so they just responded, yes, shaky day that's you. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew they had the right one then. So, but uh, yeah, so I, I went to Sweden and um, had an awesome time. That was last year, you know, uh, this year, you know, so next year I'm hoping that uh, maybe we would just build on that and, and uh, try to go to another international competition. And mm -hmm. uh, I really, I, I really like uh, the whole international competition scene and uh, would like to kind of do that as far as, you know, instead of 20, 20 or 30, like it did last year, uh, local competitions as far as, you know, a mix between locals and a major match uh, across the country. And I think I, I spent about, I think I have 30,000 miles uh, logged in my vehicle wow. uh, for the year so far. And uh, 20, uh, it was around 20 something matches uh, that I competed in. I think I'm, I'm going to lessen that down to maybe 10 of the uh, major and, and local matches that I really want, want to uh, participate in and then maybe go to more of the uh, international competition. Yeah. So it's like a, a vacation, you know, a vacation uh, yeah. for me, you know, yeah, exactly. So get to see the world and, and shoot guns. Uh -huh. I thought last year I was like, I was in a wheelchair in Sweden and I look over my shoulder and the Russian team is behind me. They're walking. I'm in a wheelchair when I was in Sweden. It's, I'm still not able to walk uh, through airports uh, for the length that, uh, you know, they want you to walk all the way uh -huh. to the terminal. And, uh, you know, in that moment, I was like, man, you know, I've got three guns with me. The Russian team's behind me. I'm winning. <laughs> and, I'm in a, and I'm in a wheelchair. Uh, life, life is good. All right. <laughs> so... Yeah, just more of that. That's that's my plan for next year. And uh, so, you know, personal life. Uh, I've been uh, seeing seeing someone for a while, and and hopefully, uh, you know, uh, I just asked her to marry me. So Aww. I'm I'm engaged officially. And uh, when, did, when so, did this happen? Uh, actually, uh, two days ago. <laughs> oh my gosh! Congratulations. So, uh, thank you. So. Uh, I was uh, I was at the Fort Benning match this last weekend, and then uh, the, I was actually it was a the day before I was supposed to be there. I was actually supposed to be there on a Friday, and uh, and uh, instead of being there on a on a well no I was supposed to be there on Thursday, and instead of being there on a Thursday, uh, I canceled that because I had. A uh, big question to ask someone, and uh, <laughs> and then the next day I went to the match and got rained on all day, and and then uh, the the following day I was in uh, a meeting with forty uh, Parkinson's patients talking about guns. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm working I'm working hard working harder now than I ever have been, and uh, and everything's going so good. You know, good. In all in all aspects. Yeah, so, definitely. That's I'm so happy to hear all that. Thank you. Uh, it's been a good year. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So it just goes to show. I mean, you know, you might think that you're faced with a horrible hardship, and you know, your life's just going to go downhill. But it just goes to show. You know, I think with the right mindset, um, you can really you know, pull through and, and maybe even look back and, you know, and like you said, you're happier than you've ever been. So. Right. So. And that's, yeah, that's the key of life. And it's, uh, it's one of the, the things that I just, um, hope everybody that's listening is, you know, it's not what I do and, you know, it's not about, you know, what you can do. It's, it's about uh, who you affect and, and the, uh, the, the life that you, uh, make for yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's the, that's the key. How you leave this life. It's not a measure of, you know, first place trophies. It's just a matter of how happy were you? Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, definitely. All right. We are going to 
carry on with the show. And first, before we do that, we're going to talk about Sportsman's Guide. You know, anytime I hit any of these buttons, I really never know what I'm pressing. That was a little abrupt, so I apologize. <laughs> uh, but Sportsman's Guide. So speaking of like getting rained on, when I went to the Big Daddy Unlimited shoot, it was in Georgia, Savannah, Georgia, which Savannah is gorgeous. This is my first time ever going there. But it rained. And first thing I did when I got back is I went on Sports and Guide website and I picked out rain boots and a jacket that is waterproof because my jacket was not. And as you can imagine, I looked like a soggy mess at the end. So it just goes to show, I mean, Sports and Guide, they have everything. They have a bunch of stuff, even for the holidays, you know, rain boots, water-resistant jackets, you name it, they have it. And if you use the code GUNFUNNY20, you will get $20 off your purchase of $100 or more. And all you have to do to get that is just go to sportsmansguide.com. Stupid, funny, cool, interesting, awesome, as... Never mind. AF. So I read something interesting the other day. Las Vegas, so they banned fake guns in downtown Las Vegas district, but real guns are okay. And you're like, huh? So basically displaying a firearm in downtown Las Vegas, uh, which is, you know, popular tourist attraction, is now illegal. But if the gun is, oh, I'm sorry, is now legal if the gun is fake. So you might be thinking, why would they do this? Well, the city council on uh, last week, they voted unanimously in favor of this bill. And the only reason why they weren't able to ban real guns is because local policymakers do not have regular, do not have the authority over real firearms because that's up to obviously the state lawmakers. So yeah, just kind of a, definitely, I thought that was perfect for the AF segment. I mean, I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure if they if they could ban real guns, it'd be right up there with the fake guns. But because at first I was like, oh, okay, well maybe that makes sense because people with fake guns, you know, they're they're pulling them out, holding them in their hands, you know, maybe my, like people might confuse them for a real gun. But then you read more into the article, and it's really just that's all that they could ban. They couldn't go and ba- ban real guns. So. I cannot wait to get my coffee mug that has a has a gun handle on it. And walk and down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I can't even hold a coffee cup steady because it's not in the shape of a gun. But uh-huh. someone uh, figured it out and uh, sent me a coffee mug uh, with with the fake gun. So wow. yeah, I'll, I'll be yeah, I'll be going to shot show with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, just, it's so stupid. Just another stupid law. But. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, whether it's a fake gun or not, it's you know. What are you gonna arrest a kid for a, a water pistol? I mean, I know. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. The hypocrisy is out there. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's out there. It's real. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely real. All right, sharps, bros. <laughs> David, are you familiar with their lowers? No. You probably oh, yeah. have seen it. It's yeah. They look like so it's either like a skull. Or, oh yeah. Yeah. So they have they have some really cool stuff. A friend, I guess Sharps Bros, they if the lower that they make, uh, which you would think, oh, they just pull like they pour, you know, like some sort of metal and a molding and that's how they make it. But no, it's actually they literally start with like a block of I forget the exact metal that they use, but um, it's made out of like an entire block of metal. And every now and then, if, you know, something doesn't work out and it's not up to par, they will kind of cut them in half and you can, they sell them on their website and they're perfect for like card holders or to put your pens in. So yeah, just, I mean, I don't know if you just, if you go to sharpsroast.com, you're going to see like a lot of unique things on there. And uh, this week, that is one of my favorite things, even though it didn't really work out for Sharps Bros. And I'm sure that they were kind of mad that they had to cut those lowers in half. 
it works out for the consumer because they're pretty cool. And if nothing else, with the holidays coming up, you might want to check out their website here and there because they have been posting them, you know, here and there. Not They don't always have them in stock, but keep an eye on it. And that is at sharpsbros.com. Q&A. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Just kidding. Visit gunfunny.com forward slash contact to submit yours. So today's question uh, is not gun related. They want to know, what is your favorite Thanksgiving dish? David, what's your Oh my gosh. My weakness is pumpkin pie. Oh, so uh, yeah, I, I, I've never, this is a, I've never let a pumpkin pie sit in the fridge, no matter what, who made it. It's always gone the next day. Before <laughs> the night's end, it's o- it's over with. So, just a note to self: <laughs> don't don't get a pumpkin pie near me. Right. It's funny. I went to Costco the other day and I bought one of their pumpkin pies, but I gotta say I was like a little disappointed. But because I'm like, oh, okay, it was like maybe like six dollars for a huge pumpkin pie, and it would have been like it would have cost that much for a regular size pumpkin pie. So I'm like, whatever. I'll just you know, because I definitely am like a junk food eater. Oh, you yeah. know, I I work out to like maintain my weight, but I will put candy, junk food, anything away, and like I don't have a lot of discipline when it comes to that. But I gotta say, the pumpkin pie at Costco was not very good. Like it wasn't even sweet at all. And not to say like mm-hmm. I like it like super sweet, but it really didn't have much of a flavor. Yeah. So and then it, there was there my girlfriend and I we have a Thanksgiving tradition where we get together and we make pumpkin pies. And when I say make, mostly I drink and she cooks because I suck in the kitchen (laughs) and she typically gets frustrated. So she's like, here, just, just sit down. I got this. Uh, But I, I just, I've never seen an actual, like, like I've never seen pumpkin pie made or like chocolate pies or whatever, where you make the crust and it's like, they use that Crisco stuff. And it almost makes you rethink eating pumpkin pies because you're like, wow, there is literally like, like that Crisco stuff's like lard. Like it is, (laughs) it's like thicker than butter. And, um, I'm, I'm so glad I have a fast metabolism calories. I just, I just shake them right off. So (laughs) I know, but it's like, I don't know. So that watching it, watching the crust be made, it was kind of a little bit of a, you know, I can't help but think back to that big tub of like Crisco every time I eat pumpkin pie now. And then I have another funny story and this is kind of screwed up, but growing up, my mom never bought Cool Whip. Like she always just thought like it was, you know, it just, it wasn't like fancy. And not to say like my mom was even like hoity-toity, like she was actually really down to earth and like, so it's it's kind of funny looking back that she would even like refuse to buy Cool Whip. So I did not have Cool Whip. I always had the the Ready Whip in the can. And I only had Cool Whip for the first time maybe three years ago at a friend's house. And here I am growing up thinking like, oh, it's really gross. And, you know, it's just, it's, you know, cheap and blah, blah, blah. And I ate it and I was like, oh my gosh, where has this been my entire life? I love Cool Whip now. <laughs> so I can't eat pumpkin pie without Cool Whip. Oh, well. And yeah, I'm that's... a little slightly mad at my mom for, you know, from keeping that for me. So, um, yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you the same thing happened to me, uh, with, uh, you know, I grew up on peanut butter uh-huh. and then all of a sudden I found the joy of what's that almond butter, like, mm-hmm. you know, and holy cow, like I'm really, I'm holding it against my mom because I mean, right? come on. <laughs> That was I know. that was the greatest thing I ever tasted after that. So uh, well, I don't yeah. know. Was was almond butter a thing though? When like I feel like it just became popular within like the last like maybe ten years. Well, so maybe yeah. you can't hold it against her, but yeah, the maybe cool not. Whip, you know damn well the Cool Whip's been around for like probably since the eighteen hundreds, and my mom totally kept that for my sister and I. In fact, you know what? I should call up my sister and ask her if she's even eaten Cool Whip because if she hasn't, like, I need to tell her like, hey. Mom didn't know what she was talking about. <laughs> and then as far as like my favorite Thanksgiving dish, I don't know. I just, I love Thanksgiving. Like it's one of my favorite holidays just because it's not super commercialized. It's not where, I mean, granted, all right, they're, they're still 
you know, making the consumer go out and like buy a bunch of food, but it's not where it's like, now you have to, you know, spend a ton of money and it's over commercialized and, you know, in like even just Christmas and all that, I just can't stand anymore because of that. But Thanksgiving's nice because you're literally getting together with people that you care about. You enjoy their company, you know, and you're just sharing a meal. And yeah. I think that there's nothing better than that. So that's right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't have a favorite dish. I pretty much just eat everything. There's nothing that I probably won't eat unless there's ham. Actually, I don't typically eat ham, not because I'm Jewish. I just don't really like, I'll eat bacon, but I don't know. Like oh, yeah. kind of grosses me out a little bit. Yeah. So, I prefer, I prefer bacon. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. It's just, I, I get like weirded out by like the weird textures. It's not consistent, the meat and there's like fat and hard spots and I don't know. It just freaks me out. Right. <laughs> exactly. But I'm enough, same way. Yeah. But enough about that. Let's talk about Polymer 80. So another thing I recently saw, I hung out with Alex from Polymer 80 and he showed me their single stack compact frame. So that should actually, I don't think it's available for consumers yet, but it should be available soon. Um, but I, I saw it, was able to shoot it. It's very similar to the Glock 43. And, uh, yeah, it, it's pretty nice. I'm really excited for that to come out. They also have a few other things in the works, which I'll talk about in uh, future shows. And if anybody's going to SHOT Show, I am doing a lot of, I don't know, like, I guess you could say booth appearances. And I'll have that out. And then I'm also going to be recording live from the Century Arms booth. So that's pretty exciting. So if you guys don't follow my YouTube channel, I definitely would go over there and follow it because I'm going to be streaming live on my YouTube channel. And all you have to do is just search Ava Flannell in YouTube or go to gunfunny.com and you could find it uh, under social media links. But really excited about that. Polymer 80 is one of the companies that I'll be doing a, uh, I'll be at their booth here and there. And I, I don't know the times and dates just yet, but if you're going to SHOT Show, I expect to see you. All right. And then lastly, Tacti Talk. Tacti Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. The Big Daddy Unlimited shoot, it took place, uh, let's see when the show comes out. Well, it took, it took place like a week ago and just a lot of fun. Have you ever been to Savannah? Oh, I lived in Savannah. So oh, that was, I'm uh, so jealous. Now that, that, uh, that was at the 17 South Rod and Gun Club. Is that right? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was just last week. A friend of mine, actually, uh, Jerry Mitchellick, uh, called me. Oh, okay. Uh, they, they, <laughs> they were they were on the way and they were checking to see if I was going down and so I've got some things happening. I'm going to be uh, doing the maybe a YouTube thing with him, uh, nice. hopefully. And uh, shoot, he's a good friend of mine and he's such um, a nice guy. Super super guy. I saw uh, him quite a few times. I talked to him and he's just so genuine. Yeah. His whole family is is uh is just amazing, mm-hmm. and uh, I love Kay. I love him, and you know, Lena is awesome. But uh, yeah, it's you know that uh, Seventeen South Rod and Gun Club is my, was my home range until uh, last year. I moved uh, six months ago. I moved from Savannah over to uh, Tyler, Texas, and uh, so I got invited to go go there, wow. and. Uh, I uh, live on the uh, Badassery Ranch. So that's another Instagram page. Kelly and, and his family nice. uh, built a range. So, but, uh, wow. So, yeah, you but, live, so you can literally just like on the same property go to yes. a Wow. Yes. So uh, that was, uh, he's he's got between all his pages about four and a half million followers. Wow. And uh, they they heard my story and uh, opened it up to, hey, if you want to come live here, we'll make you a shooting range. Do it all the time, whatever, whenever. And uh, we'll make some videos and content uh, for, for his pages and uh, just make that a home base for for uh, gun therapy. Dang. And uh, so that's that's uh, what we've done. And uh, as well, uh, I'm in Georgia right now, 
And well, that's what I was kind of wondering. I was like, I remember you saying you're East Coast, and I'm like, but now you're saying you live in Texas. So, uh, well, what's going on? <laughs> and, but I well, wasn't going to call you out <laughs> until after well, this course. No, it's uh, you know. So for me, I've been from Seattle to to Key West, uh, you know, Washington D.C. twice this year, Missouri, Texas, Louisiana, uh, Nebraska, Sweden. I've gone all over the place. Sometimes I'm only home for a day just to wash clothes and uh, then back off into the wild blue for another month. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's one of those, it's good to have a place in Georgia and a place in Texas. And uh, so trying to find that comfortable middle ground where I'm, where I'm able to uh, uh, do everything I need and I want, uh, it's kind of, you know, that's it. So, but I was in, I was in Savannah for two, two and a half years. And, uh, you know, before that, uh, you know, I was, I was here in Georgia, uh, in, uh, South of Atlanta. Well, I uh, think, I think Savannah is gorgeous. This was my first time there. So I stayed a few extra days just to kind of explore and the weather wasn't great. Um, it was definitely kind of cold, but I still like, I had a blast. I love, I love like all the history, you know, that took place and we did like some ghost tour. It was like a pub crawl ghost tour. And it's oh, funny because yeah. the next day, I, so I was taking pictures and then the next morning I'm like laying in bed looking at the pictures I took and I see two of them. They have like the the weird lights and stuff. So I posted oh, wow. it on my Facebook and I was like, oh, look at this. This is what I captured on the ghost tour. And then everybody's like, cool. How drunk were you, Ava? Were we? And I mean, everyone, I was like, I love how nobody believes in ghosts. Everyone just thinks I'm a drunk. Because <laughs> they're like, yeah, that happens when you move too fast and you're trying to take a picture. But I, I'm like, I could have sworn it came out normal when I took the picture. Because I typically look at it the second it, you know. But it, it was looks like... It looks like I I, uh, I do that quite a bit with the shakes. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It looks like I'm just permanently haunted. But yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Last time I post one of those on Facebook, because then you know, I basically got called a drunk by like all my friends, which wasn't very nice. As far as like the epic shoot, so it did rain the entire time, which sucked, but it was still it was a lot of fun. Lots of content creators went, so it was it was a smaller event, so it was nice because like you could really you know talk to other content creators and companies you know for a lot longer and kind of get more personal time with them. And we all pretty much stayed like in the same hotel. Uh, content creators stayed in one hotel, and then like companies stayed in the other. And it was just it was a really fun event, and even that range is beautiful and. Not to sound like an alcoholic, but their bar is like super well stocked. Like they had really good wine. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I was pretty happy. Yeah, every Thursday night that uh we have a dinner there and open uh you know, not an open bar, but uh, you know, a cash bar. Mm -hmm. So but I never really got to experience uh, that part of the club. But because uh, I was wondering how like even the wines that they have because wines, like once you open a bottle, it only lasts, uh, you know, a few days. So I was thinking that they must have a lot of people that hang out there after, after shooting, unless they just stocked it more when they knew that they were going to have an event and it was open bar, but you know, I only had a few drinks. I didn't get white girl wasted mostly because they didn't have white claw there. So, you know, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have like, uh, the, they do a poker night on Thursday night and, uh, huh. you know, of course the bar and, and usually a good meal and, uh, it's an awesome club. I'm, I'm still a member there and, uh, 17 South Rod and Gun Club. Nice. But, uh, that, that is a great club. Yeah. Great, great yeah. place. The entire event was, um, it was well done. I wish that, you know, the weather worked a little bit better, like more in our favor. But other than that, I, I really don't have any complaints. So uh, big thanks to Big Daddy Unlimited. And uh, all right, we're going to get into reviews now. So guys, if you have not left me a review, please do. I think this is actually the last review on iTunes. So, uh, you know, if you've been if you've been putting it off, now is not the time to put it off. Otherwise, next week, I'm going to have nothing to read, and I'm just going to look stupid, okay? And I really don't want to look stupid. I don't even know who my guest is next week, but I'm sure that they're going to judge. So if you guys could just, like, up your game and leave a review, that would be great. 
First review is from JD345, five stars, number one gun pot, number one gun podcast. My favorite gun pass. Okay. Well, it'd help if I could read. My favorite, my favorite podcast keeps getting better. The recent episode with point fireman instruction was outstanding. Truly incredible story of, of survival. I hope Brittany will be on the show again. Next is Redhead97, five stars. She's got jokes. Ava's got a good thing going here. A good mix of humor and great content. The best part is her awesome guests. All right. So out of those two guests, the first and the second, who would you pick to win a prize pack? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to put you on the spot. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, do I have to just pick one? I guess you could just pick both. You know what? Just because nobody's. Nobody's writing reviews lately. Let's pick both because I appreciate both these people. So both of you guys contact me and you win a gun funny patch. All right. So now we're going to wrap up. So if you guys, you know, if you want to find me, just go to gunfunny.com and uh, there's links to everything, links to the podcast, social media. Think about considering becoming a Patreon. We are actually all of the patrons. Well, not everybody, but anybody who wants to participate, we're doing a Secret Santa gift exchange. We did this last year. It was a lot of fun. And we have our patron-only Facebook page. So what we do is exchange gifts. Nobody knows who they're from. And then you have to open them, make a little video, and post it on the group Facebook page. And it's just funny because people send funny stuff or really cool stuff. So yeah, we just, we have definitely a nice little community, you know, going on. So if nothing else, if you guys don't want to support me, but you want extra, you know, internet friends, that is more of the reason to become a patron. And all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash gunfunny. Also, another big reason to become a patron, Blown Deadline is still giving away a $300 gift, uh, gift card per month. Um, so it's, you know, any gun, any design. And, uh, and that is going away. That's being given to a lucky patron once a month. And then I wanted to thank the producer and editor, Kenny Ortega. Thank you so much for all of your help. I also want to thank the $25 patrons who are Corbin Bonafide, Iraq veteran, 8888, Ryan Morrison, Elliot and Mike Pappas, Joe Lyons and Charger Arms. And King of the Patreon is still Jon Snow. He wants me to say that they once tried to make Operator Tickles toilet paper, but it wouldn't take shit from anybody. (laughs) And that's Operator Tickles is my dog. (laughs) I feel like I have to tell every guest that and listeners are probably like, okay, yeah, Ava, we get it. It's your dog. But, you know, for those who don't know, just to clarify... Awesome. And, then, and then the very last thing, Tag Pack, still doing a giveaway once a month. To order, or I'm sorry, to enter that giveaway, go to gunfunny.com forward slash TP, leave your name, your email address, and I pick a lucky winner. Otherwise, head on over to tagpack.com, use the code gunfunny, and then with your first box, they will send you a mystery grab bag full of tactical gear. And David, I just wanted to thank you once again for uh, spending time with me. Just, just so that people, you know, um, so that they can follow you. What is your like Instagram, Facebook, and then the organization, the website to your organization again? Well, uh, I am Parkinson Shooter on Instagram and Facebook as well. And uh, the organization that uh, we formed is uh, GunTherapy.org. Uh, it's also the link in my bio in uh, on Instagram and uh, just. Thank you for having me on and and everybody that watches the show. I appreciate uh, them watching without uh, people like you. uh, I can't get my message out uh, as well. And for every thousand people uh, that I have follow me, uh, usually there's at least one Parkinson's person or maybe two that reach out to me about gun therapy and uh, just getting the word out uh, is is, uh, the mission. So thank you for, for helping with that mission and uh, affecting other people's lives. Yeah. Well, thank you. And keep up the good work and hopefully I'll get to meet you at SHOT Show. Awesome. Yeah. I'll be at uh, the F1 booth for sure. And uh, if it's anything like last year, uh, hopefully uh, around the uh, circle bar. Uh, right. <laughs> hopefully this, hopefully this time they will not steal my, uh, my uh, scooter. So Oh man. That actually happened. <laughs> so, oh, gosh. 
<laughs> it's a whole nother show. And then, and then your friends are like, yeah, be friends with Dave. Now we have to load his magazines and we got to carry him back to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I had a walking stick, uh, had a walking stick and, uh, guy that uh stole the uh the scooter he actually got chased down thrown off the scooter and almost got harpooned by me with a uh with my uh <laughs> walking stick so he's a lucky guy wow <laughs> <laughs> that's funny he now he evidently found all the white claw <laughs> uh, yeah no kidding that's exactly what i was thinking i was like well he must have been drunk but who knows <laughs> yep that's right <laughs> all right well on that note we are out of here Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.